بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد ان عبد الله بن عمرو بن العاص رضي الله عنهما ان رجلا سال رسول الله سال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اي الاسلام خير قال قال تطعم الطعام وتقرا السلام على من عرفت ومن لم تعرف متفق عليه one aspect which we very often have mentioned in the past is that matloob or desired in shariat is not quantity but rather quality allah taala tells us in the quran liyabluwakum ayyukum ahsanu amala Allah Ta'ala says we are testing you to see who amongst you logically we would have expected it to be aktharu amala who will do the most actions but interestingly Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran ayyukum ahsanu amala who amongst you will do the most superior who will do the most beautiful who will do the best of actions so from this we learn an important lesson that in every aspect of our deeni life we should constantly be making effort for perfection for beauty we should be making effort how the quality of our amal can increase just now we made fajr salah the question we should be asking ourselves is that the fajr salah which we read yesterday and the fajr salah which we read today is it the same or is it inferior or is it superior we should constantly be striving that how it can become superior how it can become better my zikrullah my tilawat of quran my salah etc we see the same theme that is found in this particular hadith abdullah bin amr bin as radiyallahu anhuma interestingly the narrator of this hadith abdullah bin amr bin as radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma amongst the sahaba of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he is known as a'badu sahaba the sahabi who used to make the most ibadat it is mentioned about his ma'mul that he would fast every day and he would complete one khatam of the quran every day and he was a sahabi who would strive the entire night to be engaged in the ibadat and the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so in narrates this hadith that a person came and asked a question to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and as we said matloob desired in shariat is not excessive amal but is an increase in the quality of our amal so the question ayul islami khair ya rasulullah what is the best of islam ayul islami khair what is the best of islam we find a similar question in another hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam where in nabiy pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam is asked who is the best muslim who is the best muslim our understanding our perception of islam would be that the response to this should be who is the best muslim is a man you will always see in tahajjud 
is a person who you'll always see in ibadat. Is a person who you'll always see reading the Quran. Whenever you look for him, you'll find him in zikr, in salah. But what was the answer in that hadith? In other words, a lot of times when I mention that hadith, I like to put it into context for us to understand, appreciate the meaning of it. For example, if Nabi Wasallam was alive today amongst us, if he was amongst us in South Africa, Muslim population of South Africa plus minus one million, one and a half million, Allah knows best what it is. If this question, if Nabi Wasallam was amongst us and this question was put to him that Ya Rasulullah of the one million plus minus Muslims in South Africa, in the eyes of Allah and His Rasulullah, who is the best Muslim? Like I said, many of us straight away when we, when we hear of superiority in Islam or Deen, the first thing the mind goes to is what? Person who makes the most ibadat, person who is always in tahajjud, in zikr, etc. Ya Rasulullah, who is the best Muslim in South Africa? What is the response? Nabi Salaam said, Man salim al-Muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadi. Man salim al-Muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadi. He is that person who every time he opens his mouth, every time he opens his mouth, the roses come out, thorns don't come out. He is that person, I'm not giving a literal translation of the hadith, I'm explaining the meaning of the hadith. Who is the best Muslim? That person from whose tongue and hands every person is safe. He is the best Muslim amongst you. So one is our perception, understanding of what is Islam and deen and superiority in deen and Islam. And the other is what is taught to us in Quran and hadith. Coming back to this hadith, Ayyul Islami Khayr. What is the best of Islam? In other words, who is the best Muslim? What is the most superior action of Islam? What is the most superior action of Islam? We would expect it to be Salah. We would expect it to be Saum, fasting. We would expect it to be Zakat. We would expect it to be Hajj. Yet, what is the answer Rasulullah gives? Ayyul Islam khair. Ya Rasulullah, what is perfection in Islam? What is the best of Islam? He said to feed people. To feed people. The reason Imam Nawi rahimahullah has mentioned this particular hadith in this chapter is quite clear. What is the chapter we are dealing with? Generosity. Magnanimity. In other words, you can never be a superior Muslim unless you are generous. You can never be a true superior Muslim. There can never be khair in your Islam. You can never be striving for perfection in Islam if you don't feel in your heart the plight of the poor. If a hungry person in front of you does not affect you, if the suffering of the Muslim Ummah does not affect you to the extent that you don't dig deep in your pocket, you don't spend upon people, you don't feed people, then there can never be khair in your Islam. So this is a soul-searching question that every one of us should be asking ourselves. We should be digging deep. Today we think, wake up for tahajjud and you're a very good Muslim. Today we think fast, keep nafil fast and you're a very good Muslim. Read Quran regularly and you're a very... These are important aspects, but perfection of Islam, superiority of Islam, being the best Muslim in the eyes of Allah and His Rasul that, my respected brothers, is these ahadith. Is these things which we are taught. That, how generous are you? Man at'ama akhahu hatta yushbi'ahu. وَسَقَاهُ مِنَ الْمَاءِ حَتَّى يُرْوِعَهُ 
بَعَدَهُ مِنْ جَهَنَّمْ سَبْعَ خَنَادِقْ مَا بَيْنَ كُلِّ خَنْدِقِينَ مَسِيرَةُ خَمْسِ مِئَةِ عَام اوکما قال النبی صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم رسول پاک صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم said feed your brother who is hungry till you have satisfied his hunger or give a thirsty person water till his thirst has been satiated what will Allah give you what will Allah give you Allah will distance you from Jahannam seven trenches the distance of each trench is 500 years mentioned the riwayat of Ibn Hibban that there was one person amongst the Bani Israel he made ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for 60 years in total solitude this was a practice that was prevalent amongst the previous ummats Islam abrogated that Islam does not advocate that a person cuts himself off in some cave or in some tent and only makes ibadat and doesn't engage with the people that is what we call monasticism asceticism or the Arabic term for it is rahbaniyat Islam did away with rahbaniyat but we find in the previous ummat this was there there were certain people their whole life they only made ibadat this person from the Bani Israel in this riwayat of Ibn Hibban Rasulullah mentions that this man made ibadat for 60 years and then after 60 years he came out of his ibadat place someone gave him two loaves of bread he ate a little bit and then he got attracted by a very beautiful woman to such an extent that he got entrapped by her and he committed zina Billah. after having committed zina he saw a poor person who was hungry and the little bread that he had left he gave it to this person to eat and then he walked a little bit further and the taqdeer of Allah became ghalib and this person passed away the time of his moth had come Rasulullah says on the day of judgment his 60 years of ibadat will be weighed against the one act of zina that he committed and it will be found that the act of zina will be heavier in the scale of deeds than the 60 years of ibadat so in other words his abode Allah protect us will be jahannam if it is left to that and then Rasulullah said his act of generosity that he fed a hungry person was weighed against the zina and this act of generosity was found to be weightier weightier than the zina that he committed and weightier in other words than the 60 years of ibadat and on this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the maghfirat of this person so this is something that we cannot take lightly this is something that is very very important today we see people are suffering around us as Muslims we cannot be blind to their suffering there can never be perfection in our Islam there can never be beauty in our Islam we can never become an attractive Muslim we can never become a true ambassador of Islam unless we dig deep in our pockets unless we develop this quality of generosity a Muslim is a generous person a Muslim is one who feels the pain and the plight of others a Muslim is in the forefront of assisting others otherwise his Islam is not of a superior level. He hasn't perfected and beautified his Islam. Coming back to this hadith, Abdullah bin Amr bin As radiallahu ta'ala says that a person came and asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ayyul Islam khair. Ya Rasulullah, what is the best of Islam? 
what is the beauty of Islam, what is, the, lot of translations you can make of this particular question that is being put. The answer Rasulullah gives, Nabi Abbasullah mentions two things. Two things is the khair of Islam, perfection of Islam, beauty of Islam. The first thing Rasulullah mentions, ta'am, that feed the people, feed the people. One, I'm just digressing for us to understand how important this aspect of feeding people. Even in Hajj, in Hajj, Hajj Mabrur, Hajj Mabrur, you ask anybody who's going for Hajj, or when you make dua for the Hajis, what dua we make? And we are taught also, Allahumma j'al Hajjana Hajjam Mabrura, that Ya Allah make our Hajj Hajj Mabrur. And what is Hajj Mabrur? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, لَيْسَ لَهُ جَزَاءٌ إِلَّا الْجَنَّةِ Between this Hajj, between this Hajj and Jannat, there's no obstacle. The only return is Jannat. If you have got Hajj Mabrur, you are a Jannati. That is what this Hadith means. لَيْسَ لَهُ جَزَاءٌ إِلَّا الْجَنَّةِ So Sahaba, when they heard this, they asked Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Ya Rasulullah, how does the Hajj become Mabrur? Hajis every year, two million. And millions have performed Hajj. What makes a Hajj Hajj Mabrur? This is the question Sahaba asking. Ya Rasulullah, what makes the Hajj Hajj Mabrur? What the answer should have been? That this person ties his ihram and he's in ibadat all the time. And you can, you, you can see his piety, etc. Yet, what is the answer Rasulullah gives? Ma birrul Hajj. Ya Rasulullah, what makes the Hajj Hajj Mabrur? Allahu Akbar, what answer Rasulullah gives? Ita'amu ta'am. Ita'amu ta'am. He said it is that haji who feeds the people. It is that haji who is generous. It is that haji who you see serving other people. And the second thing he mentioned, Tibul Kalam. It is that haji who, this nagan, the snake of the tongue, he controls it during hajj. He doesn't strike with this tongue at anyone. Like coming back to what we said previously, when his mouth opens, the roses come out, thorns don't come out. So coming back to this hadith, first thing Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was tut'imu ta'am. And the second thing, inshallah, we'll continue in another time.